Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Tipping the scales when all else fails. Tunnel to Towers Foundation presents the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Bureau. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is a superb columnist and author of the book, The Laptop from Hell, perfectly titled. Please join me in welcoming, <clears throat> excuse me, Miranda Devine to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. But before we get to Miranda, she's a New York Post columnist and Fox News contributor. Uh, she is an outstanding, an outstanding uh, uh, contributor as well as a columnist. This is a woman who gets to information and dirty secrets before they're even made, I think. Uh, and the author of uh, the book Laptop from Hell before the New York Times admitted that it was not the result of uh, Russian disinformation. Uh, Miranda Devine, welcome, and thanks so much for joining us this morning. Oh, thanks for having me, Judge Janine. It's great to be with you. Okay, now, when we've got this uh, drug-addicted Hunter Biden, he abandons his water law computer at a Mac, uh, Mac repair shop in Delaware just in the spring, I guess, of 2019, just six days before his father announces his candidacy to be president. It is a ticking time bomb that the Biden family is concerned about. And just give us in a few in a few seconds what kind of dirt is on that laptop, Miranda Devine. Thanks, Janine. Well, look, I think chief among it is um, the very obvious evidence that Joe Biden lied to the American people before the 2020 election when he said that he knew nothing about his son Hunter's overseas business dealings. After our story was published, he even lied about the email that we presented from uh, the laptop, which showed that Joe Biden had met with one of those business partners. In fact, his paymaster from Ukraine, from the corrupt energy company Burisma, that was paying Joe Biden's son, the vice president's son, $83,000 plus a month for sitting on its board, despite the fact he had no expertise. Now, Joe Biden met with the Burisma executives in Washington, D.C., when he was vice president, and his campaign denied it. He avoided the media. And that wasn't the only overseas business partner that Joe Biden met with. He met with business partners of hunters from Kazakhstan, from Ukraine, from Russia, from China, you name it, from Mexico. He met them in his own home in Washington, D.C. when he was vice president. He met them at a Georgetown restaurant uh, while he was vice president. He met uh, one of them in Beijing when he took Hunter on a on Air Force Two on a high-level meeting with the CCP and President Xi. So, so Miranda so, Devine, um, people would say, okay, so we met these important people. Maybe it was important for him to know them. What's your response to that? 
<laughs> well, yes, that I have heard that, and I have heard people say Hunter Biden isn't president. Uh, well, Joe Biden uh, was the product that Hunter and Jim Biden, Joe Biden's younger brother, were selling, and they weren't doing it without his imprimatur. He was intimately involved in uh, orchestrating these deals, and we know that not just from the material on the laptop, but also from the testimony from Tony Bobulinski, a very right. credible naval veteran, a self-made businessman in his own right, who had the misfortune of being caught up as a partner briefly of Hunter Biden. Right. He handed over all his material, uh, all his WhatsApp messages and documents and so on with Hunter and the other partners to the FBI. He also gave a press conference before the election. So when the New York Times and the rest of the media say, oh, we couldn't verify the laptop, you know, we didn't know if it was legitimate or not, and it came from Rudy Giuliani and, you know, yeah. somehow that taints it. Well, they completely ignored Tony Bobulinski, who actually held a press conference. I he remember. made himself available to all the media. He handed over his material. I have his material. His material corroborates and augments what was on the laptop. Not only that, Joe Biden, there is evidence on the laptop showing that Joe Biden financially benefited from Hunter Biden and Jim Biden's How do, how do we know that, overseas. Miranda Devine? Well, we know that because uh, there is evidence of intermingling of finances, of uh, shared debit cards, shared bank accounts. And also there's evidence that Hunter was paying some of Joe's uh, household bills, for instance, an AT&T monthly bill, um, you know, for a couple of hundred dollars um, every month, though, and also for um, household maintenance in his one of his Delaware mansions. So, you know, building a brick wall, uh, repainting, replacing shutters, fixing the air conditioning, those sorts of things. Um, you know, it's the tip of the iceberg. There's not a huge amount of evidence, but there is evidence, and that says a lot. And we also know from the laptop, uh, from uh, Hunter Biden's own mouth, that he complained bitterly to family members in text messages, in emails, right. uh, in, in memos, that he was expected to foot the bills for the rest of the family. He said to his daughter at one point, count yourself lucky that you don't have to give half your salary to pop. And then there's another piece of evidence, which is an email between the business partners, Hunter and the business partners, in which 10% of this enormous deal with the uh, a company in China called CFC, which is really the capitalist arm of President Xi's Belt and Road Initiative, his imperialist push into the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. That was Joe Biden, 10% for the big guy. He was being reserved 10% of this deal. And so, you know, there is enough evidence there to show that Joe Biden was acting corruptly and had corruptly abused his office as vice president to enrich his family. Well, and, you know, it's such a sad commentary because, you know, when you talk about all the money from China now, you know, this week, Joe Biden had a conversation, uh, a video call, they say, with uh, Xi Jinping. And in terms of the readout, we got basically nothing on the readout. And the only information that we got was really from the Chinese as to what their readout was. And we really need to see that transcript because right now we're in a situation where we already know that money's flowing from China to Hunter Biden, one point whatever billion to his fund, whatever that fund was. And people are going to jail from the, is it the Archer Group? What group was that? 
Um, and uh, then you've got uh, 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 the, the, the Chinese saying, we demand that, that Taiwan be left alone and that, you know, the U.S. will not intervene and that we have a whole readout from China, but nothing from Joe Biden. Now, that's the kind of thing that we should have a readout on. Like, what is Joe Biden saying to China? Is he indebted to them? Is he indebted to Russia? Is he indebted to Ukraine for getting his son a job, for threatening the prosecutor? In other words, this is on our on our front burner every day, Miranda. And it's not just a laptop, and I want to get to the 51 intelligence officers who lied about it, but it's about what's going on in America today. Do we have a compromised president? Well, look, that's the $64,000 question, Judge Janine, and uh, it's something we need to know. And the, the New York Post's uh, intrepid reporter, Stephen Nelson, asked Jen Psaki last week at the White House podium to answer some questions. And one of those questions, uh, really very important, is why was Yelena Baturina, the Russian uh, oligarch, the richest woman in Russia, an intimate of Vladimir Putin. Why was she not on the sanctioned list that the State Department put out earlier this month after uh, Joe Biden talked about sanctioning uh, and punishing oligarchs in his State of the Union address? Now, Elena Baturina sent $3.5 million to an account, bank account in America associated with Hunter Biden's business partner, Devin Archer. $3.5 million. Now, a few weeks after that, Hunter Biden and Devin Archer travelled to Italy to Lake Como, a playground of oligarchs, and met, Hunter Biden met with Elena Baturina. So we need to know why Elena Baturina is not on that sanction list. Was it an oversight? Was it a favour? Now, that's just one of many, many questions, and I'm writing a column about that for the Post tomorrow. Wonderful. Uh, but it's not good enough for Jen Psaki to say, oh, Hunter Biden you know, doesn't work for Working the administration. The right. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's not good enough. And this is about Joe Biden. And Stephen Nelson's questions were not about Hunter Biden. They were about Joe Biden. Why did Joe Biden call the laptop, the New York Post story, a garbage uh, that we ran before the election? And why did he say that the laptop was a Russian plant when he was in that debate with, uh, with the President Trump? So, uh, I mean, he said it was Russian disinformation. Um, that was a lie. Why did he lie? This has nothing to do with Hunter Biden. It's about the integrity and the honesty of the president. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, the uh, the 51 intelligence officers that the Post did a front cover of, uh, the head of the CIA, uh, James Clapper, John Brennan, Leon Panetta, all these guys come out right before the election as big tech is shutting down the story in the post in the New York Post and then shutting down social media so we can't send it to each other on Facebook. We're being taken off Twitter. I mean, you know, you look at Russia and then you say to yourself, you know, I think they did the same thing to us. They wouldn't let us talk about something that was anti-Biden. And, you know, now we find out it is that the laptop is legitimate. I mean, what else do you need? I mean, to make the laptop legitimate. Now, what sanctions are, are there, is there going to be against any one of those guys? They're political operatives. Don't they choose politics over their allegiance to this country? Well, yes, the dirty 51, those high-ranking former intelligence officials, uh, we uh, contacted every one of them. Uh, and asked them to, uh, if they were 
prepared to apologise for uh, impugning the Post's reputation, basically, and, and calling the material on the laptop that we ran effectively Russian disinformation. They had some weasel words in there, but that's what uh, they, they said. Right. That is the import. That was how that letter was received, how they knew it would be received and why they uh, put it out five days after our story came out and uh, just a couple of days before Joe Biden went into that debate against Donald Trump and used the letter, actually lied about the letter or exaggerated the import of the letter, saying it was the intelligence community had declared that it was Russian disinformation. So uh, they are now not rescinding um, that letter. Uh, We contacted them. Uh, Most of them wouldn't comment um, or refused to answer. But some, like James Clapper, um, doubled down. So there is no What did he say? What did Clapper say? Excuse me, Miranda Devine. Clapper is the one who who testified under oath before Congress and said, uh, we don't don't spy on Americans, well, uh, not wittingly, when they were. Yes, well, he... he, uh, I mean, can we say he lied to Congress? Yeah, I'll say uh, it if you don't want to. Led Congress. Yeah. Um, And yeah, James Clapper. So he was uh, one of the people that we contacted, our former National Intelligence uh, Director. And he was one of the few, I guess, to his uh, credit, who who actually answered. But he said, yes, I stand by the statement made and then in, in all caps at the time and would call attention to its fifth paragraph. I think sounding such a cautionary note at the time was appropriate. I mean, seriously, that was their weasel words. Um, mm-hmm. James Clapper knew exactly what he was doing. He exactly. is a partisan. He appears on CNN. He was uh, recruited by John Brennan, the former CIA mm-hmm. director, to do whatever it took to make sure that Donald Trump did not win the election. Their intervention was was election interference. It was a partisan act. It was a deliberate, dishonest act. They used the prestige of their former uh, high-ranking office that they were gifted by the American people, entrusted with, and um, they sullied that office and they sullied those organisations that they worked for. They should have their security clearance stripped from them. Uh, Rick Grinnell's been calling for this. Um, It is outrageous that they should have any... Uh, any any view into any intelligence, any influence, any power, and I mean, uh, there are there are people on that list of that fifty one who are now involved with the January sixth commission working oh. for the Democrats. Mm-hmm. So that's more of the same. These people are partisan hacks, and they should be their reputations should be mud. And unfortunately. Uh, half the country, again, New York Times readers and, and Washington Post readers and CNN and MSNBC viewers, they're in the dark. I mean, your viewers and your listeners, Judge Janine and my readers, they know what's going on. But half the country has no idea. And we know that 10% of Biden voters in a poll said that if they had known about this uh, malfeasance, about Hunter Biden's laptop, they would have changed their vote. And that would have been enough to swing the election because it was 43,000 votes in three battleground states that made the difference. Well, there's no question about that. And you have been uh, you have been determined, you have been focused and you have been honest 
uh, with your reporting. You are really up front in front of everybody on this stuff, and I, I give you a lot of credit, Miranda Devine. You are uh, you are a warrior for sure. And the sad part of this is, you know, I hate making the comparison, but you know, when you, talk, you hear about those two hundred thousand people in and around that stadium where Putin was talking. And, you know, they're not getting all of the news. And then, you know, I kind of move left and not politically, but move west. And I say to myself, you know, the the American public was not allowed to know about Hunter Biden and that 10 percent, you know, for Big Joe and that 50 percent of his money going to his father and his paying his father's monthly bills. This is horrible. And and the saddest part right now is that Ukraine, Russia, and China are all front burner in this country. Miranda Devine, a great book. You got to get it, folks. Laptop from hell. You're not going to believe what's in it. This guy, Hunter Biden, is a pig. Anyway, Miranda Devine, thank you so much for being with us on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. And up here next, uh, I am going to gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. The Judge Janine Firo Show. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.